Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mama, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers. <laughs> <laughs> Just hey. Hey, sup. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. And we saw a horrible movie today. It was awful. It was the worst. This is probably one of the worst movies I've seen all year, honestly. I've only seen five movies, and this is one of them. <laughs> I've seen 83 now. No, I'm definitely over five now, because I saw th- three in the last like two weeks, which is insane for me. Like... I think last year I only saw four movies in theaters. I think your top 10 was also your bottom 10. I think I only had a top eight. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's expanding now. I'm cramming a lot in for the end of 2018. I'm going out with a bang. I think that you have seen more movies than you think you have. Well, yes, but I'm talking about like in theaters. Like now I'm catching up on movies that I missed like early in the year. Mm -hmm. But in theaters, I pretty much just saw everything Marvel plus two other movies (laughs) and those two other movies were within the last two weeks i can think of three three i can think of four actually that i saw in theaters oh in theaters so i'm saying everything i saw in theaters was marvel yeah um creed well now i have yes creed and oh lord yeah that's it that's it yeah and then the movie we're doing today also falls into the marvel category it's sony yeah we get no, it it's marvel. we get it I'm it's still marvel we, it's still our boy it is our boy the spider-man into the spider-verse it was really good yeah this movie was actually really great <laughs> and even more real you're gonna silence your fucking phone it's on vibrate that's <laughs> oh, worse <laughs> we are professionals um, Sir. Also, who keeps the my phone's been on silent for like over a decade. I just hate hearing my phone. I don't know. I like hearing it. Hate it. I've got FOMO. I hate being left out. I need to know everything when it happens. I got no phone mo. <laughs> it means I don't want my phone no mo. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, big Spider-Man episode here. We're gonna go into all of the Spider-Man films. Yep, little bit, little dive. Yes. Not, not doing a deep dive, just dipping our toes. Just a little bit. And uh, then we're going to get into the Spider-Verse. Oh, Literally. Yeah, love what you, you did there. Love what you did there. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, we are professionals. Yes. This is futon. not... We have one whole futon. <laughs> but the thing is about a futon, you get one whole futon, but that also means you get one whole bed, one whole sofa. This man's a fucking genius. <laughs> ah, yeah. All right, let's get into this. Um, yeah, please. 
we so, got uh, we got no, so much to talk about. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, real quick with the ver- Spider Verse. Yeah, um, this movie's been pretty anticipated, at least for me. For uh, sure. I didn't, you know, I don't really think they gave much away from the trailers or anything like that. So I can't nothing, go. nothing serious at yeah, all. Yeah. Like I didn't know anything about the plot, but just being an animator, seeing the trailers and looking at the animation, I was all in to see this movie and, uh, I was very happy with the outcome. Yeah. And, uh, it, it definitely over delivered from the trailers, which I think is something that Marvel's been really good at lately. They seem to just be on a trend where they're like, we're not telling anybody about anything anymore because... You nerds just love to just love to dig and dig for whatever you can find. I think that's good though, because yeah, I love it. I mean, even just look at like Star Wars and all this stuff. Like oh people yeah. want to theorize so much about everything, and then when it doesn't end up the way that they want it to be, they're gonna be pissed off. So if you leave your trailers vague, people can just go in blank and enjoy it. Like yeah, it's great, and they can dig, but it's not as serious. I don't, yeah, yeah. There's something weird about that. I don't know why Star Wars fans are so serious about the lore, whereas <laughs> Star Wars fans are the worst, and that's coming from a Star Wars fan. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hate. I'm right there with you, but yeah, man, it's it's a disappointment that they got to take it so serious. That being said, they should also probably do better with the Star Wars movies. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've liked the new ones, but Solo is just okay and. The Last Jedi had some bad parts, but this isn't a Star Wars episode. <laughs> That's true. Well, this is a Spider-Man episode, and there's they're catching up to Star Wars now in in a, in the quantity of Spider-Man oh, yeah. movies. And if you and if you can almost count Venom as the solo of the Spider-Man verse, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm saying Spider-Man verse to just differentiate from the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. You this know is going to be a very confusing episode. I'm going to say this. I think if you go by movies with Spider-Man or a Spider-Man related character in it, there is more Spider-Man or at least equal to Star Wars because yeah. Civil War and Infinity War, right? Yeah. That would be, that would put up to 10, I think. I think there's 10 Star Wars movies right now. God damn you, Spider-Man. You're killing it out here. Yeah. One guy is going against all of Star Wars, and it's Spider-Man. And that's <laughs> why he keeps getting the movies. He is Marvel's highest, like, grossing property. Like, oh, both I, in, like, comics, just as a character in general. Like, he brings in the most money to Marvel. I will say this. Uh, this is probably a good way to segue into uh, all the old, old movies. Uh, Spider-Man is my favorite Marvel character. There you hands go. down. And Spider-Man is probably the reason that I even got into comics. So I feel that. And uh, I mean, a big part of it was the first movie directed by Sam Raimi back in the day. And love Sam Raimi. I know he he he's like his style is like right up my alley. Yeah, I uh, I remember like over the top. I I think it was the same year I saw Spider-Man and then loved it. And then I went to Universal Studios or Islands of Adventure, and they have the whole Marvel themed section of the park. Yes, I, I was there a couple of years ago, and I didn't realize I didn't know anything about Universal before going into it. I knew I'm like I think this is like a Terminator thing from, <laughs> and that thing was lame. But um, I didn't really know about the the Marvel section, and boy was I. Just oh, it's, it's so joyful so to be awesome. there. I was like, yeah. yeah. I, was, I, th- I went on the Spider-Man ride. Also, this, kind of lame, but I still got no, off I, it. I was I like, love that was that great. Ride. <laughs> I love that ride. If you break it down, it is kind of lame, but 
damn, I was just like into it. And I was, I was alone at Universal. I was not enjoying this with other <laughs> oh, wait, people. Did you go there for your business trip? Yeah, but I had I had some time to kill one day, and I was like, "Let me just go to Universal and let me go on some kid rides." It was it was great. Yeah, no, it's awesome going there. Transformers ride was even good, and look how those movies are. <laughs> the Mummy ride? Are you kidding me? But guys, we're talking about Spider Man, all right? This is the third time we've said, but hey, we're talking about Spider Man. <laughs> I guess we're not that excited to talk about it. It's Actually, like, did we even Spider-Man, like this movie? Right? <laughs> yeah, Spider Man. Am I right? But seriously, the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Let's get on that guy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Spider-Man. Now, like, so we were tasked by ourselves to um, rank out these Spider-Man movies. And there's such a pickings for them. We've got the Sam Raimi verse. I don't even know who did the uh, the Amazing Spider-Man movies. That is the Mark Webb. For both, Mar- what really? Web? <laughs> Come on! Is this a bit? <laughs> Mark Webb did Sam Raimi write that. Uh, that it would be like something he would do. He'd be like, "We should change the guy's last name to Webb." That's not how he talks at all, and I'm aware of that. But this is the only impression I give directors. I've got a vision. Let's let Spider-Man walk down the street, all machismo, in a black suit, finger gunning at broads. (laughs) He walking down New York City, home with a greasy spoon called McDonald's. (laughs) Best burgers in town. I put a little twang to it. I like the twang. It was nice. Good touch. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Mark Webb directed The Amazing Spider-Man. I hate that that's true. And two. And then uh, John Watts directed Homecoming. Well, he was electric, so. But um, bum. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, once again, we are professionals. <laughs> in not in the sense that anybody pays us to do this, but in the sense that we are doing it. Please support us on Patreon. <laughs> we got to get a Patreon. We do need a Patreon. <laughs> Is that how podcasts work? I don't know, man. We're learning. We are learning. We're learning as we go. All right, let's buckle down here. Let's get into the good shit. Okay, thank you for not reusing the Into the Spider-Verse joke, though. <laughs> and I didn't say that. Yeah, that's good. All right. You ready to sling? Yeah, I guess so. Um, how about... <laughs> do you? All right, let's just start from our bottom. So what we're we're going to do first is rank the movies pre-Spider-Verse, but we are going to say our current ranking of it. Like, Yeah, I think after our review of the movie, we'll, we'll place we'll, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, working backwards. All right, starting with number six. Number six. Um, you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You went first you, in phase you rip one. It. You so, rip right, it. I'll go. Yeah, you go. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Same. Uh, yeah, same. It is right terrible. on board with you. Um, do you have good. the tomato reading for that? I do. Yes, I knew you would come prepared, and that's why we're doing this. <laughs> uh, you want to do tomato tomato on this one real quick? Yeah, I figured. Like we hit it, we hit it on the nose with number six. I'm very interested to hear what this tomato rating is. Fifty-one percent critic score. Okay. Sixty-four audience score. I'm going with tomato. I'm going with tomato also. Yeah, but this movie's trash. Yeah, not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. The first time I saw it, I fell asleep probably like 
hour 15 into it. And um, when I woke up and realized the movie was done, I was like, I had enough of it anyways. <laughs> like, I wasn't too worried about <laughs> have you Have you re- revisited it? No, um, I haven't. Uh, you missed uh, the great um, scene they put in there to hype you up for the uh, Sinister Six movie we were, we were going to get in. Oh, I um, I've seen a clip of that on like YouTube or something. Yeah, this like, entire I, that, movie. That's the thing. I've seen like I've probably seen the rest of the movie in short clips, just <laughs> spattered about my life. This entire movie's sole purpose is to hype you up for other movies that would never come. Great, so happy about that. It's another, uh, in my opinion, movie where the director was like, "I don't want to do this one. I'm just gonna throw some crap out there, and then I'll do the thing that I want later." Yeah, and. Look at how that worked out. Yeah, great. And also, uh, Dane DeHaan as a Hobgoblin or Green Goblin. I think it was Hobgoblin. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do not like Dane DeHaan at all. And I thought he what? was... Who is he? Um, I'm he, not good with names. I'm great with faces. Dane, Dane DeHaan was in the classics this year, uh, or last year, um, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Nope. And... Um, Cure for Wellness? Nope again. Did you see Chronicle? Nope. Well, then you wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> those those are the three. We those did them. The, he's actually in a good amount. I, he's got just the way he delivers lines. He's like very monotone. And I've never been a big, big fan of him. I don't think he's particularly good. But some people love him for whatever reason. I'll show you a picture of him. This kid. Oh, okay. Yes, I have seen him. Yeah. See? Great faces. Recognize him immediately. He's on a... Uh, isn't he on like a Netflix show? Currently? Hopefully not. <laughs> no, he wasn't bad in that, though. Whatever I saw him in. Maybe it was a movie. I just want to say know. his second most well-known movie that he's in is Spider-Man 2. Right. Spider-Man 2. So. And he was Green Goblin. Is that what he was? He was Green Goblin, not Hobgoblin? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I guess. Yeah. I'm so confused. I hated that movie. <laughs> hated that movie. He, he's green, there's been so many he's goblins. Green goblin. He's Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I thought. But it threw me off earlier. You said Hob. And I'm like, no Hob on this guy. <laughs> there's no, there was no Hob on that fella. There's a, a lot of talk about Peter Parker's parents. I heard they picked a peck of pickled peppers. <laughs> Peter Parker's parents, have they ever really had that much relevance? Like, not in the movies. Like, in the comics, do they have, like, any significance? Because I've, you know, as I, I'm not as big of a comic reader as you, but yeah. I've always known it as, you know, with great power comes great responsibility, Uncle Ben yeah. and Aunt May. I've never heard anything about his parents and then they delve a lot into his parents and I don't know if anyone really gives a shit. Well, I think the casual fan is probably like, I wonder what happened to his parents and you know, and they're just like, all right, we'll satisfy the, uh, the turds out there who are like, just don't really, I don't know, man. I didn't read a ton of Spider-Man. I was very selective with the Spider-Man that I did read like a lot, like well, all the McFarlane stuff, and then um, pretty much everything else would just be tie-ins. And, like, that's about it. Yeah. So I am not the biggest Spider-Man guy. What got me into Marvel was X-Men. Okay. So there's so much X-Men and X-related things, X-Factor, X-Force, and then all of those spin-off characters, Wolverine and his thing. So, like, 
I was very heavy, heavy, heavy into that. So Spider-Man didn't come like later for me in terms of like what I was reading in comics. Um, but yeah, man, I honestly, I also didn't care what happened to his parents. It wasn't important. No, it wasn't important. I'm sure all. they've used it as a device connecting it to some villain at some point. I, uh, but I can't think of anything. I, I, there's another thing's coming up in my brain. Um, Jamie Foxx as Electro. Mm. Great moment in this film when he becomes Electro. The electricity fuses the gap in his teeth back together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank goodness for electricity. Oh man. Yeah, so that one's a that one's a bottom. Um that's a tomato for you then. Like Yeah. Just one more thing with Electro. I don't think he has any motivation in the movie other no. than he was a nerd He's, and then he gets powers and then he wants to do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Yeah. You moving on to five? Yeah, so um number five for You want me to go again? I'll go again. I'll just start off. Number yeah, five yeah. for me. Spider Man three. Yeah, me too. Oh, nice. Me too. Nice. <laughs> All right. So we're not really differentiating too much. We Spider-Man, might. We might know the top. Here, here's um, here's a recap of Spider-Man Three. <laughs> come on, just come on. I thought you were gonna make snapping noises into the no. <laughs> like we don't, we don't even need to talk about Spider-Man Three. You want to know why Spider-Man Three is number five? Spider-Man Three. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> Spider-Man 3. What's the tomato rating? I'm going to say one thing about this <laughs> oh, movie real quick. Go. I got to say one thing. We got to talk about we know Spider-Man 3 now. That the more villains you put into a movie, the better it's going to be. Oh, of course. Yeah. It was basically reverse Avengers. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, this movie is sitting tom- tomato score. Yep. 63%. Okay. Audience score, 51%. The audience... Really hated this movie. Yeah. What's uh what's your score? I'm going tomato. <laughs> I am also going tomato. Yeah. We got it right, fans. We did yeah. it. It's yeah, this is crap. So that's two movies back to back that we wouldn't even put in the sixties, right? No, they both get failing grades from for me. Yeah. I w- me too. I've seen Spider Man three a lot because it's always on TV, which is a bad thing. Yeah, and how could you turn it off? It's so captivating. Uh, you wait for that one scene where he uh, puts the you know the emo hair down and uh, he says in the in the cafe, uh, "Dig on this." <laughs> and snaps his fingers. Yeah. Hey, sexy ladies, check me out walking down the street. I just love that. He, they're like, we need to make him really cool, really uh, you know resonate with the teens, and they've got him in an all black suit. And he goes, Let's dig on this. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> The hip gyration, oh, all of it. I hated it. We talked enough about it. What real quick? What what about a uh, what about a uh, Venom? You like Venom in that movie? You liked uh, no, Topher Grace? I hated it. I hated it. It's like we're gonna give you Venom. Three minutes later, the movie's over. <laughs> <laughs> and he like fights. He throws like three punches, and then a bell fucks his head up. Yeah, and then he's gone. Yep, that's uh, that's Venom. It's like why introduce him? I will we say we already had how. M- yeah, there were so many villains in that movie. It's so stupid. Sandman's not bad. He actually has some reason to understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Uh, but then there's also Green Goblin in that one, too, yeah. as Harry Osborn. But he's bad in the beginning. And then I think he loses his memory. 
and then becomes bad again and then good at the end he flip-flops i think three times in that movie keep you on your toes no (laughs) 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 all right well number four number four what do you got number four for me the amazing spider-man same. Oh man, <laughs> I think um, I think we might have the same same top. list. Yeah, my top was excruciatingly difficult though because yeah, same. Uh, I will say this: uh, these bottom three movies I really don't like very much. Uh, yeah, but the top three of the list I like a lot. Yeah, fifty fifty. They're well now they're gonna. Yeah, oh, one's we'll, gonna split we'll the difference. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, this one, you know, you know what it is. This movie is not the worst thing ever. No, it's fine. I just, I, I, like, I like that they used a different villain because I was, t- yeah. I was just tired of seeing the same people in every one of them. I was never a fan of the CGI they used for uh, the lizard. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a little. It's not, it's not the best. Um, my biggest complaint with this movie, and then also with the Amazing Spider-Man franchise in general, I don't like the portrayal of Peter Parker at all. Yeah. Like he's neither a nerd or like really smart. He's just like wait, he's not a nerd and he's not like really funny. Yeah. Like Peter Parker should be. He is just a, like a skater douche. Yeah, basically. <laughs> There's a part in the beginning when he uses his power to show off like show up a bully when that hilarious basketball scene. Oh yeah. He shows him up by dunking. <laughs> <laughs> nice nailed it and then one of my favorite parts of the whole movie because it's just so stupid is um when officer stacy dies at the end and he's oh, basically yeah. like peter you can't be with my daughter because she'll always be in danger and he's like okay i'll keep my promise and then the next scene he's sitting in class and then gwen stacy's like you want to go out and he like looks at the camera and he's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm to bang your daughter dude yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay, well, I'm glad that uh you learned a lesson here. Well, he's no. a kid. Give him cut him some slack. Isn't the first movie though like about him learning like how to be Spider-Man and then at the end he he is Spider-Man? Yeah, basically. So by the end of this movie he's still just a cockle. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Nice. Way to go, Andrew Garfield. You want to give an opinion on this one? Well, do we do we do the tomato tomato? We haven't actually. We'll Let's do, do the tomato tomato. Right. Um, tomato score on this one. The critics gave this one seventy two. Okay. The audience gave it a seventy seven. Tomato, tomato for me also. Yeah, man. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing for it. Yeah, just. I didn't like the portrayal of Peter Parker, and I feel like that's almost your whole movie there. If I can't like the main character, why am I going to enjoy your movie? Why am I going to root for this guy? Yeah. I have that problem with Iron Fist on Netflix. Oh. I I can't stand the two like main people you always see. And uh, yeah, they're just so unlikable. <laughs> it's like no redeeming qualities to them. Well, you don't need to worry about that anymore. It's yes. canceled. <laughs> well, we'll see what that means. Because Disney's going to be setting up Disney Plus. Yeah, they got their own Netflix type so thing, right? Pretty sure they're just going to move it over there. That would make sense. 
I mean, I, if it's done, if if it's done, it's done, and that's very sad because Daredevil is my favorite TV I, show of all time. That's what I was going to say. I was very surprised that Daredevil got canceled. So it would make sense if they were just moving, just moving them. Yeah. But I'm worried about what will that mean for those shows because they have such a grit that I can't imagine Disney doing. Like, it's not necessarily rated R, but there's, like, sex, and it's, like, some pretty dark stuff. Like, it's dark, like, yeah. violent. Like, mm-hmm. Punisher? Like, what? Like, Dis- Disney's The Punisher? <laughs> <laughs> I I hope that they still allow things to, you know, be what they were and what made them popular. Yeah. You know, Disney has owned, I guess, the rights to Deadpool for how long? And you already have a PG-13 rated Deadpool out in theaters. Yep. Cash grab, baby. Yeah, I really hope it's not going in that direction. I smell it. Smell it in the waters. (laughs) Moving on? Yeah, let's move on. Number three, numero uno, Spider-Man 2. Same. Okay. (laughs) Same. Same. I think we're just going to have the same list. All right. Do you want to just knock off two and one real quick and then we'll double back and do the tomato tomatoes? Because now I can't wait to see if we got the exact same list. You want to just go down real quick or do you want to talk about Spider-Man 2 at all? Um, Fine. Let's talk about Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Uh, I really like this movie. This movie is also a little bit infuriating to watch because the majority of the movie is him like, I really want to be with MJ, but yeah. I can't. And you're just like, come on, dude, just do it. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I remember seeing it in theater and getting very frustrated, but this movie's a lot more reserved for a comic book movie, I think. Yeah, definitely. And also, and I, I really like Dr. Octopus. I was going to say also he was awesome. The scene in the hospital when they're trying to get the claws off of his back. Yeah. And he like attacks everyone as a kid seeing that. That was pretty intense. That was like really awesome scenes <clears throat> when I was a kid. You want to do tomato, tomato? Yeah. Um. What's this one looking like? 93 critic score. Wow. 82 audience score. Whoa. 93. 93. Yeah. That's, that's big. It that's is big. Big in the nineties. Holy hell. Not counting uh spider verse. Yeah. This is the highest rated Spider-Man movie. Wow. Yep. Wow. Um, I'm going to have to say tomato. I'm saying tomato also, but not that because is, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like what was it? 86 was the 82, 82, 90, 93 to 82. Hon- honestly, I would probably put it closer to like an 85, 86. 85 anyways. Is what I was thinking, um, but yeah, I don't think I could put it in the nineties. So yeah. Tomato baby. Yeah. Tomato for me, but it's not because it's a bad movie. Yeah. I, it's uh, not an indictment. It's just, I mean, the fan score was also decent. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I give it a little bit more credit, a little bit more credit. Mm-hmm. No, I like the movie a lot. There's a, like a lot of character development in this movie. It's not uh, a sequel that just wants to explode things. It's much more yeah. reserved. I think, um, I just was getting a little frustrated with the character, but I mean, I really liked it. I like the villain in this one. The villain's motivation is actually clear. He, he's not a villain that just wants to destroy things. He's like, uh, he thinks that he is doing like a disservice to like the world and science. If he's not, you know, building this thing, he actually has some like motivation that makes some sense. He's not an evil person per se. Um, right. It it kind of humanizes him more than you at that time. We're used to seeing in superhero movies 
because now we see it all the time where like they try to humanize the villain mm-hmm. to give you like that other perspective and you especially see that in Infinity War yeah because um, that's just that's just a Thanos movie so having like that depth in like your villain just wasn't really being done at that time I mean so. yeah the villain that came before this was Green Goblin and yeah, I didn't feel bad for him at all. No, not really. So, I mean, like... He was just, like, a dick always. Yeah. And then a bad thing happened to him, and you're like, yeah, good. And then he kept doing bad <laughs> things, and you're like, you're an asshole, dude. No, you can't do this to me. <laughs> I, um, I have a thing about... I think I think uh, Hollywood has been really, really mean to Willem Dafoe. Like, they basically see his face and typecast him as literal monsters. Like they have him in like Green Goblin and they basically model that mask after his like crazy dramatic face. Like they're like, hey, you look like a goblin. You want to play a character called Green Goblin? You fucking goblin. <laughs> and then they're like, what should we what should we give him next? They're like, I don't know. Throw him in Death Note. We can save a ton on special effects. <laughs> Just paint his face grayish. He'll look terrifying. You fucking demon face shit. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's playing um, Van Gogh this year, oh, which really? is also funny just because he's missing an ear. So it's just like, oh, you're you're human, but you're yeah. deformed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You've been wearing very badly. Ear, so it looks like the rest of your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hollywood, though. That I don't agree with that. I just want to say that because I, I do love Willem Dafoe, but that's Hollywood, baby. They're yeah. superficial. They're yeah. just sitting in their chairs they're like, get that fucking goblin Willem in here. Willem. <laughs> Willem. <laughs> um, you want to go to number two? Yeah, baby. What's number two? This might be where it comes down. Okay. Number two. I flip-flopped back on this for like uh-huh. a couple days. Uh-huh. Number two for me is Spider-Man. Same. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I was in the same boat. I kept bouncing back and forth because, like, there's so much, like, nostalgia behind that first Spider-Man. Yeah. And, like, it, it was, like, a legitimate game changer for the genre because it's the first time, like, really these superhero movies were, like, starting to be taken a little bit more seriously. It didn't do nearly as much as, like, what Dark Knight did, but... This was like a huge step for a tone change instead of like at that time, everything was just like over the top, super campy and colorful and clearly made for children. And Mm -hmm. this one was a little bit more adult and they kind of dressed it up better. They there's some campy moments and stuff, but it is much more darker. I mean, the scene when Harry Osborn becomes Green Goblin is uh, pretty dark. He gets stuck in that fucking tube and he's like seizuring and stuff like that. And he and he blasts into a hotel or not a hotel sorry a oh, hospital yeah. <laughs> and while an old lady is praying and he's like terrifying hovering over her threatening her life going like finish it <laughs> and she's like tell, like doing her prayer and he's like finish it you old bag of bones or i'm going to blow you up with a pumpkin bomb <laughs> like it, that movie's that movie's fucked up i like i said at he, the beginning of the show the, the villain dies yeah, the villain actually does die. You are right there. That is that's I, crazy. Does Doc Ock die? Doc um, Ock might he, die. I don't remember now. I think I know, I know. Like the whole thing collapses into into the yeah. uh, the river. Or whatever. I think Doc Ock dies, but he doesn't die in the way that 
Harry Osborn, Green Goblin, no, dies in this. Fucking impaled. impaled. It is his own fault, though. Yeah. It is his own fault. In general, though, these movies are a little dark. I think in Spider-Man 3 is when he, when Spider-Man blows up uh, Harry Osborn. Yeah. I said Nor- or Harry Osborn for Green Goblin. It was Norman Osborn. My bad. That's all right. Um, but uh, in general, these movies are a little darker. This, like I said at the top, like this movie made me a comic book fan. This movie made me like a Spider-Man fan. Um, and like the it has so much nostalgia for me. I yeah. think I think two might be a better movie, but this movie had so much nostalgia and this so movie much had like Macho Man Randy Savage. It in did. It. I got you for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but this movie has a lot of like lasting power for me, just from nostalgia and like you know making me love these characters so much that that on its own almost got at the top spot on my list. It was yeah. very close for me. It was. Yeah, that's that's like that tough battle. It's like, should it be number one because it is important to like our lives or because the quality of the film itself? That's yeah, I, had, I think I, I had think to that's think what it, it came down to for mm-hmm. me. That's really what it came down to for me in the end it was like not really like my personal attachment to the movie, but just like as a movie where should this be? I, it gets by, it gets to number two for the nostalgia and those reasons. Yeah. I, like I said, I think two might be a better movie, but I like this one more. Yeah. And I almost, absolutely. And I almost like it more than homecoming, which is obviously number one on both of our lists. Oh, is it? <laughs> real, quick, real quick. We before, cracked that code real quick before we go to homecoming tomato, tomato on Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, this is going to be easy. 90% critic score. Yep. 67. <laughs> are you audience serious? Score. Yeah. 67? Yeah. Audience, what are we doing? 67? If if you had said like 75, it would have been like, okay, I can see how that's possible. But in the 60s, this movie? Nah, man. Tomato, tomato. baby. Tomato all day. Tomato. What that was it again? Was very- what was the tomato again? 90. 90? That's fair. It's not pushing the limits. It's... It's barely out of 80. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This, if like, that's fair. If they said like 97, I'd have been like, all right, that's too much. Yeah. 90, that's a totally fair grade. It's a, it's a, it's an A. Mm-hmm. And of uh, course it's an A. You wouldn't have the rest of these Spider Man movies if it wasn't an A. Mm-hmm. And just, um, as like a, after, now that we've talked about one through three, I love Tobey Maguire as Spider Man. I know some people yeah. don't like him because they say he, his age doesn't match up, but yeah, I I think he uh, he captured a lot of like the nerdiness and also just like the he's he's got like the personality where you want to root for him. Yeah, he like, fe- you know he he's feels, a good person. He feels like an underdog, but he he is like this. He's like coming to terms with like his new power. And he's not used to power because he's always been the guy getting knocked down. Mm -hmm. So like you feel you feel for him. And I mean, well, they also is the first time we see Uncle Ben die. So right away you feel for this kid. Like Mm -hmm. also early on the way that he dies in that movie is like 
I wouldn't say it. Peter Parker is the most direct. Like he could have directly stopped that. He could have prevented Uncle Ben from dying. Yeah. As opposed to in the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Uncle Ben tries to run like after a man with a gun. Like yeah. I think the gun's on the floor. Then he runs after the gun, and then the guy picks up and shoots him. Like. Yeah. That was like his own problem. Uncle Ben was just, I think, on the side of the street in the first three, the, the Sam Raimi version, and got yeah. shot. It was the guy that he could have stopped. So exactly, um, kind of links it, links it all together. No, it, it's a well written movie. It's fine, very it, fun. It holds up pretty okay. Like I watched it recently, and it's like, yeah, there's some like graphics things, like CGI stuff that it's like, well, obviously it's not going to be as good. Like it, it's how long ago was that? Maybe like 2002. I think pretty pretty sure it's 2002. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not gonna blame them for that. That's not their fault. Now that it's 2018, 19, whatever, it's like you're talking about graphics. I'm talking about these next two movies. Let's get down dirty with the graphics, too. Number one, Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Um. I think this one almost has the opposite effect of the reason why Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man was number two for us because we didn't, we didn't have to watch the uncle Ben thing. It wasn't an origin story. So it was really fresh and cool to not have to see this thing rebooted. Cause we saw it, we saw it twice already. I'm not going to watch it a third time. I'm just, it's going to be harder to care. You stop caring that uncle Ben gets shot. Yeah. Because you're just like, all right, well, we saw two other Bens get shot, so we're kind of over it. Like, just give us <laughs> Spider-Man. And um, it was it's just such a fun movie. And, like, oh, my God. The scene when he, he walks in and, like, Michael Keaton is her dad. So good. That is... I I felt so <sighs> tense that when that happened, I was mm-hmm. like my my felt my butthole just like <laughs> scoop up and go into my throat, like all the way through my body, like it was so just clenched. I think that the intensity in that scene, especially when they're in the car, is probably that feeling of like claustrophobia and like intensity. I don't think that there is that type of feeling in any other Marvel movie. No. Not not like that. No, I don't. Not like yeah. that. That was that was really. Tense. It was like white knuckled moment, and like I know that there's no like they're not on the same plane or anything, but like just the way that it built the tension and like just through dialogue and like the viewer knowing like what different characters are thinking without them actually saying it. It reminded me a little bit of like Tarantino. Yeah, almost like that scene in the Glorious Bastards when they're playing uh, cards under the table and they got the guns yeah, on each other. Yeah. Uh, no, that, that scene is awesome Love and it so much. And it's such a good like little twist there. Mm-hmm. Like you really, most people don't expect it at all. Yeah. Like, they, I don't know. They don't, was, yeah, they don't, they don't do anything to tease it earlier in the movie, which is smart. Like I don't like movies should know by now, like stop using foreshadowing so much. Cause like, I think they try to do it too much to seem like they're smart. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look how much we planned this. But it's like, don't show us your plan. Just surprise us. And and that's it. Like, that that be the thing that we're coming for. Not like, oh, we're going to set this thing up really early. And then when it comes back, everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah. Because you showed us that earlier in the movie. Like, we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. I also just think from, 
I mean, this this piggybacks on that, but the writing in this movie is really good. It's very smart, very funny. Yeah, like it's not um, it's not cheesy. It's like witty. Like there's yeah. there's some very funny scenes. Um, I love that Peter Parker actually looks like a high schooler. Yeah, this is probably the most accurate portrayal of Peter Parker. And I like that Aunt May is a total babe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They make, they make jokes about her being a babe. Like yeah, they, which they're is very self aware. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, everyone. I think uh, the Vulture, Michael Keaton. This is the best villain in a Spider-Man movie. I think it's one of the best yeah. villains in the MCU. I love Michael Keaton. Yeah, we were just talking. Well, I was kind of talking. You were giving me dumb answers, but we were talking about Birdman the other day. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean dumb answers? Um. I was giving Sky my explanation. Spoiler. I was saying, okay, well, he clearly does not fly in this movie. This is what I think happens. And I was like, what do you think happened? And then you said, I think he learned to fly just like the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And then I just stopped texting. Yeah. Now, now I remember this. Sometimes I just text things um, that I don't mean. <laughs> I don't know. But no, he, he was great in it. Um Again, like you were talking about earlier, the villain actually has like a motivation and you actually know where he's coming from. You don't you don't yeah. quote unquote you don't like root for him, but you sympathize with him. Yeah, like you get it. Like you see you see how it started like without going too deep into everything. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. This is a solid movie. And it almost still is an origin story because it's like now he has this new suit and he's learning about this new suit. He's not learning his powers. He's learning really how to use the suit and how to like responsibly be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot less. It's not an origin story per se. Like this is how he became Spider-Man. Like the, the character Spider-Man. Like this is how I be, became like the actual hero spider-man like i start doing like real shit and like honing his craft you know yeah no it's it's an origin story in the sense of like it's his first adventure now that now that you're spider-man you became spider-man here's your first adventure this yeah this is more from the standpoint of like his uh like mental like stay and maturity and maturing into being Spider-Man. It's it almost gives you the same character arc as if you were going to see uncle Ben die and all that stuff, but it doesn't need to do that. There's like that scene where he's under the rubble and he's, what is he saying? He's like, come on, Spider-Man. Like, like that scene is awesome. Yeah. Um, Um, I also like that they don't, they don't really put you in the city a lot, like in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Like they go to DC, like so you you're also not seeing Spider Man in the places that you've seen him in like every other movie basically, like where he's just like in the middle of Manhattan, everything like that. Obviously, you get like little little bits yeah. of that, but I feel like definitely like the first three Spider Man movies was like it was only in Manhattan. He's only swinging from skyscrapers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this, it's like he's in like suburban like. Queens he's and stuff. actually like, a friendly neighborhood spider-man exactly like yeah. yeah he stays local like even like um i mean well he goes to washington dc for the school trip but he, but again like you're getting like a fresh um what's the, what's the word like a fresh fresh destination for instead of like just seeing him in new york city mm-hmm. all the time yeah and so that was um, cool. 
you know, the, I think the one last thing I will just say, um, and I've told you this before, uh, I saw this movie three times in theaters. Um, saw it twice because like I really wanted to. Yeah. The third time, uh, I went with our good friend Gabe and he was basically like, I've got free movie tickets. Like you want to go to the movies? And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, what haven't you seen? And there was like three movies I hadn't seen. So I, was yeah. like, so I was like, I would see these three. And then he was like, well, I haven't seen Spider-Man yet. I really like to see that. And I was like, well, they're your tickets. So, you know, if you want to see that, let's go see Spider-Man. I didn't really want to see Spider-Man again because I had watched it, I think, twice in that week. Yeah. And I saw it a third time and still loved it. That's, that says a lot. Yeah. I was not bored at all watching it for a third time. Because it's still exciting. I can still watch that same scene we were talking about before with them in the car and still feel like, oh my God, like this is such an, it just feels icky to like be there, you know? Also, just like I said earlier, it's just really fun. The jokes are great. My brother told me that one scene where, is it Ned's his, his friend's name? Yeah. Where he's he's on the computer tracking and the teacher's like, what are you doing? He's like looking up porn yeah <laughs> <laughs> my brother told me he was dying in the theater at that yeah um i think that's i mean i'm i'm good moving on to the spider-verse now if you I'm want good. I think we, that's, do, we did the um tomato tomato on it no we didn't tomato tomato 92 percent critic 88 audience tomato tomato yeah way to go way to go critics you got this one right this uh i thought this was gonna be different and we were uh hundred percent identical hundred <laughs> percent so. again ladies and gentlemen we are professionals <laughs> that mean if we got every single one of them the same then that means that this list is undeniable this is every person's top like top ranking of these movies i um want there to be an episode where we disagree on something because we can debate it but I'm sure it's going to happen. It is going to happen. But so far it's been like, yeah, that's right. Good job, buddy. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not going to lie. If I, if I didn't like it, it would have fell lower. But the problem is they made a really good movie. Can't hate it. We were talking about uh, the post credit scene for homecoming on the way, way back and how that, oh, yeah. there, it doesn't give you anything other than just like, of like, a fuck you but it's hilarious yeah it's so good it, it's such like a clever little yeah it doesn't feed into the rest of the mcu it just kind of like pokes fun at the fans mm-hmm. who sit and wait until the end for basically nothing yeah yeah it's great great, great movie and they still get me they've ruined people people always are like is there a post-credit scene in this and now like other <laughs> studios are like we should throw something in the credits and yeah. it's like yeah <laughs> yeah marvel broke us as a as a society of moviegoers today when we went and saw uh spider-verse i knew there was one i just didn't know when it was coming because like guardians of the galaxy 2 had five, five. of them so i was like <laughs> like for the last like half hour of that movie i needed to go to the bathroom so bad so like it ended and i was like do you think i have time i don't know where it is do you know where it is and he was like no and i was like i'm going for it <laughs> and you were back so fast and i was very angry that i also didn't go <laughs> Because I had to pee so bad. (laughs) (laughs) It was the worst. All right. Let's, you want to get into Spider-Verse? Yeah. So before jumping into the movie, do you want to plug it into our list? And then uh, we'll kind of explain why as we go through or. Let's, let's do the review and give our score. Okay. And then then we'll plug it in. Because if we do it now, it'll kind of ruin our score. 
Got you. I'm yeah. with it. All right. This movie was fun from the second it started. It the the whole like intro with um our original Peter Parker. Um also before we go too far, spoiler alerts. Yes, spoiler, spoilers. Spoiler alerts. It's fun to say. Are these are going to be plenty through this episode. We are going to spoil the entire movie, everything about it. So don't anybody cry to us. <laughs> don't want to hear it. Mail is on the way. It's coming as soon as we put out an address. But the like the intro and like Mar- Marvel's hip to like what really resonates with fans about a lot of that like kind of humor in Deadpool and it's like being meta and breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. and like just straight out the gate like Peter Parker's like introducing himself and like kind of like gives a quick recap he's like all right let's do this quick my uncle Ben died blah 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 bit by a spider and then it goes into like these other aspects of Spider-Man lore I love in this pop culture so it's so much. good they they played the the original Spider-Man theme Spider-Man yes. Spider-Man and um there's one thing that I hope you say right here that uh, the pop like the ice pop that was really funny that was great the Spider-Man ice cream pop it literally from the, just shows the ice cream truck. an image of a real like shitty yeah <laughs> there's like, ice pop from an ice cream truck and the, like the the gumballs are like off of his eyes yeah <laughs> and it's like half melting and it's just awful but yeah um. There was a there were a couple of things in that montage. The, the, it, it went the by thing, quick. The thing that I really loved in that montage was that it acknowledged the Sam Raimi movies as being an actual thing. Oh yes, they literally it, redid scenes from that movie. Like uh, they did. Doc, the, he Doc did the, throwing the bus through or the car through the window. Him and then, stopping the train. Yep, stopping the train. And then they show. And then they even made a joke. Upside at down that, kiss. Upside down kiss. They made a joke about uh, him with doing the stupid dance in Spider-Man yeah, 3. Yeah, walking like, down the street. I loved that. Yeah, I thought that, that was, was awesome. Great. That was great. Um, so that that's us meeting our first Spider-Man, played by Chris Pine, correct? We found that out? Yes, Chris Pine is... So now we're adding yet another Chris to the MCU. Is that how this is working? Well, technically it's not MCU, I guess. Yeah. But we are adding another Chris to Marvel-related properties. Yeah, yeah. Just keep the Chris's coming, I guess. Before we get any like further, you know, like Sony has like the rights to Spider-Man. Yeah. I almost wish, especially after seeing Venom, just do this stuff. Yeah. Just this, do just do animated movies. This Spin, is great. Like, yeah. Like they don't need to like like keep I guess they're gonna, you know, homecoming too, or you know, what what's it called? Far from home. Far from home. Far from home yeah. is gonna be another Sony movie, but like I don't think they need to do these spin-off Venom movies and all this stuff, even though they are like, this was so good. And so like refreshing, just do this. It was so much better than the crap that they put out for the last, you know, absolutely. Um, but go on. I just wanted to get that out of the way. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we're, we're not going to get too specific with like plot points, but it's basically, um, miles Morales, um, goes goes through his day to day ends up getting bit by his spider right and then he is going back to where the spider bit him and then just happens upon a spider-man facing off with a villain right 
Um, no, I won't give names there because it's not super important who the villain is. Um, it's just kind of like a setup for like, oh, there's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they get to cross paths. And then in the events of um, of this turmoil, Peter Parker is killed. Yeah, that was unexpected. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Did not see that coming. Uh, and that was great. A um, little brutal, too, for an animated movie. Right? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a little brutal. Which was really cool, especially considering, like, the way it's, like, marketed. Like, they definitely get a lot of kids. Now, it's, it wasn't, like, bloody or whatever, but, like, you still killed Spider-Man in the first, like, what, 20 Ten minutes? minutes? Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so, that kind of sets everything in motion. And Miles Morales was like basically told by Peter Parker, like you, you have to make sure that you do this thing. Otherwise, like all life will end up being wiped out on this, Mm -hmm. on this earth, basically. Um, And then that kind of like gets things going. And like, basically like they, they made this um, device that opens up, portals for other dimensions to like come in and that's how we get the spider men's <laughs> the spider man's yes so sorry and woman's and pig oh my god <laughs> i loved loved it spider ham spider ham was great yeah Pe- peter porker oh my god that's amazing the, the part this movie's very funny i laughed a lot at like that character specifically but also the clear like jabs they were kind of given to like warner brothers yeah like, all like the gags like the, the the joke hadn't even happened yet as soon as that anvil showed up i started dying yep yeah <laughs> same that was uh, that was great there's that other part right at the end where it's it, this is another meta part that you're talking about where he's like that's all folks and then yep. peter b parker is like can he even legally say that yeah <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Take this hammer. It'll fit in your pocket. pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I also funny. like that every every time he would do something, there would be like cartoon, like old school, like cartoon sound effects yep. attached to his actions. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, John Mulaney is amazing. Yeah. And I'm so happy he's in this. Also related to John Mulaney. Uh, so in in the Spider-Verse, when all these different Spider-Men are showing up, they all drop in Times Square, basically, and they all, when they all meet up, they all get their own, like, quick origin story recap like they had in the beginning, which I thought was a really cool thread through the whole thing. Like, every time a new Spider-Man was introduced, it's like, all right, let's make this quick, and they do the yep. montage, but their montage from their mm-hmm. universe, so that was cool, and then... Um, One thing, just to say that real quick, yeah. that I thought, like... The story of Miles Morales, they basically tell you right at the beginning of the movie when they do the origin story for regular Peter Parker. And then Mm. the whole movie plays out. It's different characters and different events. But basically the same thing happens, but you're still like invested and surprised by the end. And then when at the very end of the movie, when Miles Morales is like, all right, let me make this quick and tells his story. Like it's basically the same thing, but it, it feels different. You care about the character like he's definitely his own entity. He's definitely, you know, he's not the same character as the other ones. Yeah. Even though- you know, cause this one was an origin story because he did get his bite and mm-hmm. everything, but it's cool. Cause it's an origin story 
And he's not from another dimension as Peter Parker. Like, let's get that straight. That is, we'll call it dimension one, like where the movie starts. Um, Miles Morales lives in a world where there already is a Mm Spider-Man. So that's like something that's like really cool and like interesting about it too. It's not like he was, he was the only Spider-Man in that universe. And then this thing happened and then he found out, Oh, there's other Spider-Man because, because before the, um, before seeing the movie, just watching the trailers, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was like the Spider-Man in this universe is Miles Morales. And then the Spider-Man from another one comes and he meets Peter Parker. So it was really cool the way that they like, Kind of like twisted that a little bit. And mm-hmm. then also, I don't know if you uh, didn't catch many of them. I only saw a few, but when there's a few scenes in like Times Square in New York City with the billboards and they like yes. played off of it. Yeah. There was one that was Red Man Group. Yep. Set of Blue Man Group. One did you see I the Shaun of the Dead one? I did. Yeah. There was Seth Rogen was on one and I didn't it, see and that. it actually said Seth Rogen, I think. <laughs> um, the one that I wrote down was there was a billboard for Hi Hello which is a play on Oh Hello, which was the Broadway show that Nick Kroll and John Mulaney did. And John Ooh. Mulaney is Spider-Ham. There you go. And it actually said on the billboard, Nick Kroll, John Mulaney on it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought I I liked that a lot because I'm, I'm a very big fan of both of those guys and that show. So I thought that was really Next cool. Next time I watch this movie, I'm going to be paying more attention to the Easter eggs and stuff like that around. Because there was... A lot of them, it looked like. One thing I will say about this movie, it was very hard to catch Easter eggs because it was just so bright and colorful. And like it, it would be it would I couldn't imagine taking the time to like pay attention to the action, but also try to view the background because there's just so much going on. When this movie comes out on Blu-ray or 4K. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm on that 4K flow now. Um, I want to just put it on and just pause it and just look at frames of this movie because you just watch it on like slow motion like like half speed i can go on like a giant rant about the animation in this movie dude i i loved it yeah it's very vibrant and i can see it being like um i like i don't know if i'd want to see it on such a big screen again i think i'd want it a little bit more compact i want to see this movie in 3d and i never want to see i never want to see movies in 3d um all like the text the thing like the comic comic uh, strips text and, and stuff. stuff there was um so as i've said before uh you know i went to school for animation i'm an animator and while i was watching this I, like there was some things that i knew that they did and then there was a lot of things that i was trying to figure out how they did it yeah. but um certain things like they definitely wanted this to look like a comic book and, oh, yeah. and a lot of like the shading and like texturing that they did in it. Yep. They, like the old school like dotting. Yes, it's and all the like a lot of it's done with, 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 with uh, you know, different colored dots with like varying sizes to like make shading and stuff like that. Yeah, it was um, really cool. You know, the movie is done primarily in 3D animation, but um, they actually they got the patent for this they uh i think wrote a different program or they developed a different uh type of software or renderer where they could um i think render two things at the same time so this movie is a 3d scene with a 2d scene on top of it so you can you can kind of tell too with like the way like 
when they're moving, like the textures on their clothes don't really like move with it mm-hmm. as like at the same rate. Like there's there's almost like a lag sometimes between the two and it kind of creates this like cool like I mean, especially when like the whole Spider-Verse uh, like the in the climax and it's just so much shit like flying around and it's like super colorful. Like it looks amazing. Yeah. The movie is is very vibrant. Like love the colors in it. Um with the one thing I was saying, like it's 3D animation, but they like took out the smoothness of typical 3D animation. Yeah. And they added like with 2D like lines like to the character's face, like around the creases and like their like cheeks and stuff like that. Like it just like can like expresses more emotion and like um you're able to get more into the characters. At least I thought personally, like um, there's like kind of like bags under, under their eyes in some parts. Um, yeah. Uh, Peter uh, B. Parker has like kind of like facial hair in this. That's kind of like drawn on after the fact. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, also, like there's the one character, the um, Penny Parker, her character's, I think, entirely 2D. Yeah, it's just like full blown anime. Yeah, like this movie. This movie just has like so many styles into the middle of animation in it. Like that's I. This I'm gonna say. And, and Spider Ham is done like old school, like Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. this movie. Like I don't know if it will, just because the Academy is so far up Disney's butt. But this movie should win animated movie of the year. Like I love this movie so much more I don't than know Wreck-It what would Ralph. Beat it. And I think Incredibles 2 will beat it just because oh, it's Incredibles yeah. 2. This is better than Incredibles 2, in my opinion. Yeah. So much better than Incredibles 2. And uh, there's uh, there's just so many other like really cool things with the animation that they did with it. Um, there was like a nice little uh, shout out to the Hudson Valley. I, I didn't catch that. Yeah. like And they go up. They got to go upstate to the lab. <clears throat> And they they, t- they literally take a bus that says like Hudson Valley Express. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, shout out to the Hudson Valley. That's that's where we live. But to put it in perspective, the Hudson Valley is like a general term used to describe like a six county area of New York, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm pro- I'm exaggerating, but whatever. Like it's a huge chunk of New York is the Hudson Valley, quote unquote. So it's it's super vague. Um. Getting back to the animation real quick, because I want to finish this. Uh, there's yeah. scenes just to make it more like a comic book. I noticed they were slowly, intentionally, they were intentionally slowing down the frame rate to give it more of like a slow down, like kind of like choppy, like comic book feel. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, film and animation is normally 24 frames per second. They mm-hmm. probably like, I'm assuming they animated it at 24 and then just slowed it down to maybe like. So it like stretched over like 30 frames or whatever, something like that. And then yeah. it's just, a, it gives it a different look at, at parts. I was wondering, I was like, this actually looks like it's stop motion at parts. Like, yeah. Um, and then uh, the one reason that I wanted to, I want to see this in 3d is um, they did some cool things with the depth of focus on the camera where like things that are closer in the foreground um, have different textures or almost give you like a 3d look like the colors kind of blend off of each other. Yeah. And like so separates I th- I th- it. Yeah. I think if you watch this in 3d, there's going to be a lot more depth to it than a typical, just 3d animated movie because yeah, there's so many layers on top of it. At you, it's yeah. going to be like almost like every single scene feels like it just like expanded out towards you. Like, yeah. 
I, I can't get enough of the animation in this movie. It's so cool. I would definitely see this in 3D. I also don't see 3D movies often. I don't even remember the last movie I, I saw I in 3D. Either. I think the last time I saw it was uh, when The Hobbit came out and they oh, wow. they had it in, um, I think it was like 48 millimeter or something like that. Yeah. And I saw it in like IMAX with my animation class. Oh, okay. And it was, yeah, it was, but it was, it was a really long time ago and that was in 3d. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I never, I never see them. I really have no interest. I would like to see this in 3d though. Um, I would, I would do that. You let me know. You keep me updated. You got to get on that, uh, get on that a list. You can go see those movies for free too. Yeah. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> that yeah was a no. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there were a lot of cool things hidden in here. So there are a couple of Easter eggs that I caught. Um, I'm not going to go super deep into, um, really much of them, but in, in one scene, the Peter B Parker at Miles Morales and now Gwen Stacy go to Aunt May and Aunt May reveals that, oh, well let's go to Peter's basic like lab hiding in this shed Mm -hmm. this is a cool scene that was cool but in the cases of the suits Mm -hmm. there were a lot of suits that people would recognize um from like all the years of comics and tv shows and everything but one of the things i was surprised to see in there one one container had the suit from spider-man the ps4 game Oh really? Yeah, which was which is like originally in that game. Like that suit was made for that game. It's not from. Is it, is it the, the one comics. on the cover? Yeah, it was okay, like the I, white I piping and stuff yeah. in it. So like mm-hmm. that one was in the tag, and I thought that was really cool because it's like wow, like they're they're putting the uh, the video game like almost like into canon now. Yeah, which is, which that game is amazing. Honestly, if that game was a movie, it would probably be my number one. Yeah. It was so good. I loved it. But we're not talking about the game, okay? <laughs> I just thought that was Spider-Man. a really cool thing that they actually like referenced no, that, the game. That, that is like, really cool. They, they really referenced anything Spider-Man related. They really did. Like, they, also, in this universe that Miles Morales lives in, like you said, there is another Peter Parker there. There's a Spider-Man there. But he, like, when he is training to become Spider-Man, he is referencing the Spider-Man comics as part of, like how he realizes he might be Spider-Man. Right. Which is another thing I was thinking about in the comics. Does that mean everybody already? No. Cause like when he dies, like everyone is like revealed that Peter Parker is yeah. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So in the comics did it, it was just like a world where they had the comics, but in the comics, his alter ego wasn't Peter Parker. It, it was have somebody been, yeah. else or whatever. Yeah. That that one that was a little bit weird. There's a there's one other thing that I caught, and I'm not sure if I don't understand it or if it is actually a mistake. In in telling people's like origins and stuff like that, Gwen Stacy mentions that she had um, gotten to the um, the the current this might be i don't know i, I, thought know how to explain thing, I think where you're going with this dimension I thought one so also she's in dimension one meets him at school and stuff but she's already from another dimension but doesn't that happen before i thought the it collider? happened before also yeah i'm pretty sure it did yeah i thought so as well because 
it's the next time that he sees her, like when he's sweating and everything, that's like, oh no, not even cause yeah. He, cause he sees her post bite, but that's day one after the bite, like in school when he's like sweating profusely and he like goes to put he, his hand on her shoulder. Like that's day one of the bite and he's sweating his balls off. That's before he even meets Spider-Man. Yeah, I think you're right. Like that that's that's what in the theater I remember thinking like wait a minute, like didn't he know her before the like rift open or whatever he the did. collider? So that may have That's just, a plot hole, that, baby. Yeah, that that may have been um something they they messed up on. Directors, Marvel, you got to fill in that plot hole. <laughs> that's not a segment yet, but I think it should be. Just fill in the plot hole. When when we catch something like that. Yeah. No, I th- I think that that might be something I don't really know why they went that direction with it. They could have just said that she came in when the collider did. Like they, she, that could have just yeah. been an, another Gwen Stacy. Yeah, that's true. And then I don't and know the, why she had to be that one because it doesn't line up with the timeline no, of it, the it, movie. It doesn't. And then, you know, then after she leaves, he can like maybe try and be friends with the other Gwen Stacy or something. I don't know, but like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That that didn't make much sense to me. That was that was something I did notice as well. Um, are we well, getting, other than that, I didn't notice anything else wrong with it. The the only other like major complaint that I have, and I don't even know if it's really like major, um, is that how huge they made Kingpin? No, I really like that. That kind of bothered me a little bit. It was I thought it was really funny because Kingpin is basically just a square with legs and arms, and then his head is yeah. right in the middle of his body. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's big in the comics, but this one was, like, a little bit much for me. Also, especially after um, the Kingpin that we get in the Daredevil series, this this made it hard for me to take him serious just in comparison to how, like, awesome Vincent D'Onofrio is with his Kingpin portrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, he's, like, much more like New York. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is. And that kind of <laughs> threw me a little bit. Um, but yeah, that was one thing that threw me. But um, what were you what were you saying? Um, in this movie, I felt like the villains in general were underdeveloped. Yeah. Um, I liked Lady Doc Ock. I, I liked her. That was cool. As a character, again, I think her story and her backstory is underdeveloped, but... Animation wise, I liked her a lot. I thought her like rubber type tentacles and stuff looked pretty cool and creepy. Uh, yeah, I liked that like spin on the character. There there was some like different twists on some characters that that I liked. Like that was Scorpion, right? But he was yeah, like Scorpion. He was like a like different version of himself. He was like a robot version or something like that. It, his his setup was a little bit weird. Yeah, um, just the main villain. The main villain is Kingpin. Yep, they kind of throw in very quickly a, a scene where he's kind of just standing at his estate or something, and then it's basically just like, "Oh, my family saw me try and kill Peter Parker, and they left me, and then they got hit by a bus." So I'm trying to open up the portal to bring them back, and then it just cuts to like the next thing, and that's like basically the it, like the end of it. And then at the end, when he's fighting Peter Parker, it just kind of comes out of nowhere where his family sort of appears and then that Th- throws them off it's and- like very like convenient for the plot and you're like oh yeah that is something that is happening but like i never felt really like invested in the villain or really cared too much whether or not he found his family because it was just like yeah he wasn't they never really but that kind of makes sense because they're like 
in, instead of being like this is a Spider-Man versus a Spider-Man villain, they were like this movie's really about all of the Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. Like they and especially because this is a they're in a universe where Spider-Man had already existed and died, so now it's like, of course these villains are should already be like well established. So I thought that I actually thought that was kind of cool that like you got to see another piece of like Peter Parker's like crusades in that dimension through Kingpin, you know? Yeah, there there was there were some things that I did like about the way that they used that device. But I, but I definitely like agree. Like, it, it was villain heavy, but the, it was clear there wasn't. I felt like th- there was a lot of villains in the movie, but not much substance behind them. Yeah. They, they th- what's what's the other one? Um, Prowler. Prowler. Like he's in it, doesn't really say much, and then he takes off his mask, and it's his uncle, and you're like, oh shit! But then three minutes later, he gets shot and killed. Yeah. And then that's like the end of like there wasn't like there but was, you know what remi- that's his uncle ben no no it, his it, uncle it, gets shot it, it is his it is that's his uncle ben mo- but moment what a twist the that the uncle was a villain working for kingpin mm-hmm. that that is his uncle ben moment it just uh i felt like it would just happen it was over so quickly that like you never had the moment of like tension like you did in homecoming where you're like oh shit this person that i know like Dude, the, more, villain. the more I think about it, it's crazy because that means every other Spider-Man or woman who has also lived through their Uncle Ben moment watched Miles Morales have his Uncle Ben moment, mm-hmm. which no other Spider-Man has ever done that. And they even mentioned that when they're talking to Miles and trying to like console him later. And he's like, nobody understands. And they're like, if anybody's going to understand you. It would be all of us. Yeah. Because they literally lived through the same thing, just happened to different people. Yeah. Like different versions of that story, but it's the same story, like what they call back to at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like you said, this movie does a really good job of just like presenting you ideas and then taking you on a very weird ride and then just putting a nice little button on it at the end. Like, yeah. Solid, solid fucking movie. Nothing is really. Uh, I I think like the plot wise, it's pretty simple, but it's yeah. done clever. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it, you know, like you were saying, nothing spoon fed to you. It it does it all in a way that's kind of subtle. And then, like I said earlier, you're getting kind of the same origin story you've already seen, just with different characters and stuff. But you're like, it feels fresh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which is why. You know, I I liked it a lot. It was very fun. I I didn't feel like they were retreading anything. This is I found it very original, even though there are elements from other Spider-Man movies. Yeah, for sure. It's fucking great. I got yeah. just, just fucking great, man. I want you to just go into like some like different like Easter eggs or like or like character Spider-Man lore because well, post-credit scene. I didn't know what was up there. Yeah, you had a question about the post-credit scene. In the post-credit scene. It's it's a woman speaking to the camera and you see like these screens with these other Spider-Men and this this bracelet to travel different dimensions to these other Spider-Men. And then you see an uh, arm reach out and you see it's red and it has like these like spike fins coming off the side. And then it's revealed it's Spider-Man 2099, which is just. I, I was so excited. Uh, so, such a cool thing, like, to acknowledge. And it would be such a cool thing if, like, now, like, the next movie, like, Spider-Man 2099, like, he's going and, like, 
grabbing another Spider-Man because he needs him for something, or he has to go back in a moment and help another Spider-Man. Otherwise, like the future is going to have some like crazy consequence. You know what I mean? I'm assuming that's the intention. Yeah, and I think that's what character. But then, but then they they hand him this thing and he can go anywhere, and he lands himself in the old uh, Spider-Man cartoon (laughs) with like the just like the meme that is the two Spider-Men pointing at each other, and people always be like, you know, (laughs) that was very funny, whatever. And I was like, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And they just he gets into an argument with this fake Spider-Man, and they're doing the whole pointing back and forth. And there's like a cop, and it's all voiced like voiced over by new people. So like they're just taking the old cartoon and basically playing it. They just pasted in Spider-Man 2099 instead of the other Mm Spider-Man and they're doing like the point, the pointing (laughs) bit from, I I thought that was just like really funny and, and like a good little twist to that. Like you reveal, uh, this, this other Spider-Man and this ability to like go interdimensional and then that's the payoff (laughs) is, is the, um, is the meme. The uh, there's also um, not so much an Easter egg because it's you know you're looking for it kind of but Stanley cameo was great. Yep. Yeah. Um, Stan's collectibles. Yeah, it was on the shop. Not only you know was it great just because it's Stanley and we love Stanley and you know he with his passing it means a little bit more but also like they actually had him kind of like like deliver a line of substance in the movie. Yeah. Um, kind of set him on a path. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what he said. Does the suit fit? And he said, like, it eventually will. He's like, he's like, like, oh, would I be able to return it if, like, um, if it doesn't fit me? Like, if it doesn't fit you now, it it, or like the suit, the suit fits everybody eventually. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. The suit fits everyone eventually. Something like that. Very cool. Um, they had like a little like dedication thing to Stanley at the end of the movie. I thought that was really nice too. Yeah. Um, the quote from Stanley, and then just like a little thing in remembrance of him afterwards. Um, trying to think if there was any other like Easter eggs or anything like that. That I love Nick Cage in this. He was really funny. Yeah. Spider Man Noir. Nick Cage has actually done well this year. Uh, Spider Man. He's played a Spider Man and Superman this yeah. year in anime movies. It's um, just going all over the place. Yeah. Actually, uh, Nick Cage, normally his movies are trash, but he's been in three movies this year that I know of. I think maybe four if Mom and Dad came out this year. I didn't see that. Uh, but, I don't know. But Mandy, Teen Titans, and Spider-Verse were all very good. Yeah. He's having I mean, a he's, renaissance. He's, he's doing well this year. But that's the enigma of Nicolas Cage is he will do a string of like movies that do really well, and then he'll do a string <laughs> of the, the, the most dog shit. Yeah. Yep. So you can't really pin him down. It's like, is he a good actor? <laughs> or is he the worst actor? Um, another uh, Marvel question. The one villain who looks like Frankenstein, who is that? Oh, that's Tombstone. What is, what is, so what Tombstone is he? has just like, he's got like, Im- uh, impenetrable skin, almost like, um, like, like Luke Cage. No, more like the Luke Cage, okay. but not as, impenetrable like he still has like weaknesses and flaws okay um whereas like luke cage is just like unbreakable yeah um but yeah that's tombstone he's like a gangster and he usually is like a henchman and then like in the comics he has his own gang 
and stuff eventually. But yeah, it's basically his whole thing. And he has he's like super strong and just they yeah, kept, they, tough. they kept they kept showing him it. again that another goes back to my issue with the villains. I just didn't think they he was just there just along for the ride. That's kind of how he is. In, he's not really like a mastermind type character. He's just like a tough guy dummy. Like, so he's usually like henchmen alongside like other team up villains, like even in the comics and stuff. Okay. Um, I mean, he has some, he has some storylines and whatnot, but it's, it's nothing substantial. He's, he's really like a B, a B, a B side B, villain. Yeah. Yeah. There was some so big- is Scorpion kind of, but I really liked Scorpion. Like growing up, like Scorpion was probably my favorite Spider-Man villain. There's just something so cool about his suit and like just to compare like the Spider-Man and Scorpion. Like it felt like um like I don't know, there's like a lot of superheroes that are like that, like a saber tooth Wolverine thing where like they're similar but they are very different. Yeah. Um and I'm sure there's like a hundred other example examples. Um General Zod and Superman um in that awesome movie that they did. <laughs> Man of dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Um scene that actually got that was hit me in the feels was when he like basically like goes and gets his suit and he's like actually like for the first time kind of like being Spider Man. Yeah. When he's well, that 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 probably out of more when than spray, anything with the spray paint is the one at the end. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Also love the score in this movie. Like, yeah, I, it was I great. score and, like, all, like soundtrack, like, loved all, like, the, uh, just the rap music and stuff that this they put in This movie got me to enjoy a post-Malone Malone song. song. I thought the same thing. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm like, that's the one thing I will complain about. Like, fuck you, Marvel. Like, how dare you? Because now I like post-Malone? <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn it. That song is really good, though. I, like, genuinely like that song. Were you jamming to it on the way back? I you was. I actually <laughs> was. <laughs> no Apple Music, baby. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You looking for sponsors? Absolutely. Apple, Apple. Music. You know how Apple's <laughs> always sponsoring some podcasters sitting on a futon. <laughs> <laughs> they they need to get their brand out there. Yeah, they really need. We can help them. <laughs> Apple, w- listen. We know you're desperate, but we will we will do uh help getting the word out about you guys for price <laughs> give us give us a call at 1-800 two dudes movie reviews podcasts <laughs> with sky and colin it's a phone number <laughs> 2018 new york 426 jpeg jpeg um one final thing I wanted to say, I was l- looking for this guy the whole movie, or l- trying to find listen to for his him, voice, for his voice, and which guy? Which guy? Uh, I want to see if I Oscar guess Isaac right. is a voice in this movie. Um, I, Oscar I, Isaac is Apocalypse, right? And he's Poe. Yes, he's right. Poe. He's Apocalypse. He's in Ex Machina. Um, okay. Um, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I wonder if I can place it. I looked up on IMDb. Wait, he's not Kingpin, is he? No, that is actually uh, Liv Schreiber who plays. Oh um, right, he plays Sabertooth, Sabertooth yeah. in um, the Origins. Yep, another another awful attempt for a studio outside of Marvel to make a good Marvel property. Gambit was so good in that movie. <laughs> 
Are you kidding me? Deadpool, baby? <laughs> oh, yeah, Deadpool was the one. Oh, my God. Um, All, everything about that movie. I looked up who Oscar Isaac voices, and it was no help. He's like an extra in this movie. Really? Yeah. His character's name is Interesting Person 1. Wow. He must <laughs> actually be a Spider-Man fan. Yeah, that's then. what I was thinking. Oh, you know what? You know what else? I think... I don't know if it's an Easter egg. His roommate... I think that's like a a throw to Ned. It looks a little it's bit his, like him. It's his guy in the chair. Yeah. Because the only time you see the kid, he's rolling around in, in the computer chair. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you see that like Miles shows him like, hey, I'm Spider-Man. I, th- I think that's like a shout out to like Homecoming and Ned. Like, I think that kid is supposed to be his, his guy in the chair. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool, too. Yeah. I don't know if it's an Easter. It has to be, right? It's too similar the way that they drew him. I think this movie just in general is a good movie for them to put out because I do think they're, the live action movies are going to go with this direction and these concepts eventually. And Good to know, test the waters th- in animation. I think, I think this kind of like, it, you know, it tests the waters. It puts that concept out there. But at the same time, so it's, cool. already, it's already kind of like letting you know like the things you've been watching tie into this like these like this is like how there is another version of that person and that's this person you yeah know what i mean yeah exactly it kind of makes it acceptable that so many people could play spider-man but do you think that sony did this intentionally so that people are like oh that's why there's a toby Maguire and andrew garfield and a tom holland so it's okay they're like <laughs> great because we hired this guy to play spider-man in venom too <laughs> and then everyone's gonna be like Fuck, Fuck you, you. Sony. Because <laughs> I think that's what they're doing. I think they wanted to set it up not for the greater good of Marvel, but for the greater good of themselves and be like, this is how we're going to explain um, not having Tom Holland in our movie and getting a new Spider-Man in Venom. Maybe. I, I didn't r- notice a Andrew Garfield reference in this, so I don't know. Um, Notice Tobey Maguire, obviously, but yeah, I don't I don't think they, they even acknowledged anything Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I can't think about it because you know what might be the thing too is because they went Mary Jane heavy with his relationship, but Amazing Spider-Man is focused around Gwen Stacy instead of Mary Jane. Yeah, so yeah. maybe that's why they just had to pick. They just had to pick one, especially having Gwen Stacy in the movie. Maybe they were like, we don't need to put this much stuff around there. Maybe I also know that the Andrew Garfield uh, breakup was not. Uh, yeah, it wasn't pleasant. So yeah. I'm sure so maybe they don't they were just like fuck you. We're not even acknowledging your existence. Yeah, that would make sense, I guess. Uh, you want to go to grades on this one? Yeah. Well, well, Is there d- anything else you want to say? No, man. That's it. Like it was so much fun. I think definitely see it in theaters while it's in theaters because it deserves to be like blown up big yeah. and like it's just so colorful and it's so fun. Like it's such a, it was, I had such a good time watching it. This is, a, this is a movie that I would really like there to be a sequel. I'm sure there is based on the post credit scene. Um, but yeah. I, and I, I think it's doing well. I think I read that at the box office, it's killing it, but please actually go spend money on this movie because it deserves all the money and the recognition. I would really like this movie to win an Oscar. Could happen. I hope it does. I can see it happening. Yeah. I just... So much different than what's out there. We need more. Yeah, we need that's more. the thing. I can't think of one movie that it looks like. Yeah. It's it, so original. There needs to be in... more movies that are different. And like I said earlier, 
Sony is actually patenting the program that they made for this movie. Not, oh, really? not, not the style with the program because right, right. because yeah. they you know they had to they had to do something completely different to make this thing and um it was funny actually sony animation they've made two movies besides this this year they made uh smallfoot which is that yeti movie i don't know if you know it at all uh, no and, i don't okay and they and they made they made um hotel transylvania 3 oh and, okay uh recently watched Smallfoot and the human character in Smallfoot looks exactly like the human character in Hotel Transylvania and I was like man this is like fucking lazy like even like there's a Yeti character in Hotel Transylvania that looks a lot like the Yeti in Smallfoot and I was like they're just reusing shit like yeah but this movie is so different like you know different than anything they've done I have the same gripe about Disney with like Frozen and Tangled using the same character models and stuff like this is so unique to everything I just want it to do well i would like it to get recognized really solid animated movie yeah i think if there's anything that sony needs it's our stamp of approval (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah we're definitely gonna be a heavy weight on how well this movie does i mean sony really doesn't have the best track record with movies that's true but this one's getting a lot of praise already i I think this one's gonna crush out there and and it being so appealing because it kind of it is disjointed from like everything else like marvel it's like animated so like did you see the entire row in front of us was taken up by one group yep so like that's the type of that's the type of money that this movie is going to make because when you don't just go and sell one ticket you sell out an entire row to one family like what like yeah, if the kids want to go, guess what? That means the parents are going too. So now you got your two kids plus your brother's two kids, and then it's the two of you, and now all of a sudden there's six people going to see one movie because the kids wanted to. I got our tickets for this at like 9 in the morning, yeah, and it was getting close to selling out then. Yeah, and this is days later. Like We're not seeing an opening weekend even. It's yeah. a Tuesday. We're yeah. recording this on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, like it was it was a pretty full house. Yeah. I uh I guess my closing thought on this before I give it my grade, um, just huge props to the all the animators and artists and also just the writers. I think they killed it on this. Yeah. Yeah. For Thank sure. Um, um do we wanna do tomato tomato or do you wanna do grade? I'll do tomato tomato and then I'll put it in. All right. This is kind of difficult. Um they're gonna be close. They're close, yeah. Ninety-seven tomato. Mm-hmm. Highest. Ra- that's the highest rated critic score of any Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Ninety-five audience score. Highest rated audience score of any Spider-Man movie. Oh. Ninety-seven or ninety-five. Wow, this is really hard. Uh. Okay. Um. Damn. I'm gonna have to say tomato. Because they're just so close. They're basically the same for me. But I feel wrong saying tomato because it sounds negative. It's not because it's still 95. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It was just, it was a lot of, it was so much fun. And I know like we're in the theater. It's vibrant. I don't know. It's fresh. We just saw it. Today, tomato. And tomorrow, tomato, maybe. (laughs) Today for me is tomato. 
You think so? Okay. It's, I mean, they're it's, basically the same score. They're anyway, basically so the same thing. We're, I mean, we're still almost not even disagreeing. A, a, <laughs> a 95 is an A, a 97 is closer to an A+, and I'm going to be leaving A-pluses to only, like, the holy grail of Real movies. Real cinema? Yeah. No, I mean, like, there's plenty, like, Toy Story is an A-plus. Okay, yeah, there yeah. There are animated movies that are A-pluses. Uh, this is, I definitely think it's an A. Yeah. Just don't think it's a masterpiece. That makes sense. I get that. I also don't think it's a masterpiece, but 100 sounds like masterpiece to me. Maybe yeah. maybe our, our our meters might be like slightly maybe. skewed a little 97 bit too. 97 is just getting closer to A plus territory, and yeah, for me, I'm only going to be giving an A plus if it's like phenomenal, like amazing work of art. Yeah, film. Do you hear that, Marvel? This wasn't a work of art fuck yourselves it, it was really good i i liked it a lot i also even just this year i don't even know if it's my favorite marvel movie yeah i give you that i'll give you that um which again is nothing I mean, the, negative this year is also this. but it's, it's also going up against infinity war and black panther like this has actually yeah. been a very good year for marvel movies so i mean like i said favorite animated movie for sure hope it wins awards for that just as a movie in general i don't know if it's as good as some of its you know, I guess peers yeah. out there right now. Yeah, but I got you. Solid A for me. I'm going, I'm going tomato. Well, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not really like. I feel yeah, like they're, I'm, they're like I'm the same. Shitting. 95, 97. I, I sound like I'm shitting on it, giving it an A. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I guess that's the flaw in our uh, rating system <laughs> for this. Then <laughs> tomato, tomato doesn't always work, folks. It's sometimes. We can say different things, and it actually I'm, means the same thing. I'm waiting for us to review a movie, and the audience score and critic score are the same thing. <laughs> that one's going to be a tough one, then. Yeah. But then it'll come down to the connotation of tomato, tomato, because I think tomato obviously sounds... More negative. More negative, because nobody says tomato. The saying yeah. doesn't make sense in general. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> tomato. Yeah. Who on this earth has ever said tomato? Yeah. I don't know. Hey, uh, I want a cheeseburger. Uh, hold the tomatoes. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get out. Uh, you want to put it in your your top six or in, 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 I yeah. guess, uh, seven movies? You want to place it? Yeah, I would. I'm interested. I think this one we might be different. We might be different on this one. I put it. You want, you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. It's third on my list. Number two on my list. Okay. So I pushed down Spider-Man and then everything following. Yeah. But you put it right after Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I think this beat the nostalgia thing for me, but I think it's the same thing of like a fresh take and not having to see the same origin story again. Yeah. This, so it's just fun to see something different. This is uh, this is a better movie than Spider-Man. Yeah. It, the nostalgia is what's keeping it too for it's me. Still, yeah, yeah. It, it, the nostalgia wasn't strong enough for me to to let it beat it out. I had to look at it as just like the movie itself, and it's just written so well. And like I said before, like it like sets you up with a pretty like heavy idea, and then it takes you on a wild ride, and then it puts a perfect little button on the end of it. Mm -hmm. Like couldn't couldn't be happier with the way like everything played out. Like I'm with saying. the exception of the Gwen Stacy thing and that timeline not making sense that's the only thing that kind of took me out of it for a second but i was able to let it go pretty easily i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna be like oh excuse me <laughs> how did she already get there if the collider didn't even open up the rift yet 
I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> That's climb this out guy's of, name. <laughs> climb out of your fucking parents' basement and then, like, I don't know, get sunshine and a sandwich and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Somewhere Jeff is really upset at you. <laughs> fuck you, Jeff. Uh, yeah, no. It's, like I said, I think it's a better movie than, than Spider-Man. Yeah. I just, nostalgia, my own personal list, I'm keeping it at three. If this was strictly just based on films, it would have a shot at being number one, I think. Yeah. I think it's... Yeah. it's I just don't think I was ready to put it number one. It's also weird because it's it's animated. So it's hard to compare it to all these live action because there's obviously going to still be limitations in live action that you could just, you can have them literally do anything in a cartoon. Yeah. I think, uh, sometimes it's a little bit easier to like resonate when it's like emotionally with like live action. Yeah. That being said, I'm thinking of plenty of Pixar movies that made me cry in theaters. So that's not necessarily true. (laughs) Yeah. They got a, they got a knack, but that's something to think about too is like, I wonder, I don't, I don't know if there ever will be, um, if the MCU takes on a similar route, we're like having some animated movies that are like part of the MCU, um, maybe not directly connected to like Avengers, but maybe some of those side characters getting like an animated touch because like, imagine how good that would be. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like, cause it's coming from Disney and nobody's going to do animation better than Disney. Not on their fucking watch. I actually, I think Spider-Man was like the perfect character to start off in yeah. an animated series with. Just the character is a little bit more lighthearted. You can do a little bit more with it. I, I yeah. think it might be weird if you like went with like a Logan like animated movie. Yeah, to start it just wouldn't work. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't work. Um, yeah, no, I think I'm. That's all I have to say about Spider-Man. You got anything else? No, man, that's it. I was just, and and you know what? Now I'm, I'm just excited for um, Spider-Man: Far From Home coming next. Not homecoming, but Spider-Man Far From Home coming coming next. Yes. Um, I was a little <laughs> bit saddened that we didn't get the trailer yet. It's, at this point of recording, we still have not gotten the trailer. So yeah, yeah. I was hoping it would uh, Far From Home would have been uh, dropping the trailer at this movie's like premiere. And then we would have been able to catch it before the movie. But it, it's not happened yet. Hopefully soon. Yeah, maybe even it's, by the time we release this episode, it is, it'll already be it's out. It's supposed to be out by the end of this week. Actually, this this week, that'd be great. This week, the rumor is that this week we're getting Spider Man: Far From Home. Yeah, the Hellboy reboot. Wow, and Star Wars Nine. Wow, that's yeah. a heavy week. Why? I mean, all on they're, weekend, I think like, they're all different studios. So, well, D- Disney and Mar Disney and I guess both has Spider Man and Star Wars. Yeah, so that's a little weird, but. Uh, Hellboy's unrelated. I'm really excited for Hellboy. Me too. Also, uh, you know who's playing Hellboy, right? Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be cool. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, he's I'm, intense. I'm like, I'm a little bit, a uh, little bit worried just because I like the uh, Guillermo del Toro films, especially the second one. I like the second one a lot. I I finally got to see the second one, like maybe like two months ago. It's good though, right? I liked it. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. 
I I have like all of like the Hellboy comics. Like that's like I love that'll like Mike Mignola. So then that'll be a great one when we do that because like for these Marvel movies, like I have a little bit more of like that comic knowledge. I don't ever claim to know all things Marvel comics because like I said before, like Spider Man, I was late to the game on. Like it just wasn't hitting me as a kid. Um, so some of these things I've had to revisit later in life. Um, but it'll be interesting you being the one who has more of like the comic insight and then me being the one who's kind of just knows Hellboy through the movies. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. For that reason, I will not read any Hellboy comics until, (laughs) until after I want you to sell me on it. Okay. Me buying the comics though. I will say this is more from an artwork standpoint, not so much a story standpoint, but okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's an indictment or if that's just like a fair warning to me. Like you're not sure how good the story is. You just like the drawings. (laughs) Well, the first Hellboy movie is based off of two of the comics and I don't think the first one's all that good. The second movie I think is very good and that's, Guillermo del Toro just wrote that. Right. It's not based on anything. He just used the characters and created his own story, which I actually really like. Yeah. Because I think people get too hung up when they know that the movie is attached to a certain Mm storyline through the comics, because then people are like, oh, well, that's not how it was in the comics. It's like, no, no, duh. They're making a movie, not a comic. Like there's different (laughs) things. Like you have to, you just have to change certain things. Yeah. And then especially with the MCU, they're not just working around the movie you're watching. They're working around the other movies before and after it. And like, there's just like a bigger plan there. So like, they're going to have to change certain details about characters and the events that go down to propel the stories versus what happens in the comics where they just had free reign. It's just whoever the artist wanted to draw or whoever the writer wanted to write into the story. Like, yeah, man. I looked at they they put a poster out uh today um for it and mm. uh based on the poster there's no Abe Sabian which is a little bit of a bummer but we'll see. I'm okay with it. I I like him. Uh, Do you think this is going to be like a Hellboy origin story? No. I'm going to say no. Okay. It probably should be, but I'm going to say no. Because it looks, it looked like in the pictures he had like the longer horns. He does, and he has like the long hair and stuff. Yeah, maybe. Or it is. maybe that's him later in life. Maybe it's gonna go like older Hellboy. And maybe he's just like fuck it, growing out my horns, just gonna fuck <laughs> shit up. I don't give a fuck about nobody. I, uh, they're they're probably honestly they're probably going to do an origin story now that I'm actually thinking about it because it's like the other two are kind of far removed. It's kind of an obscure character. Yeah, and but they didn't real. It's not like they didn't really kill it with the first movie either. Yeah. Like, so I don't, yeah, they'll probably do that. I'll be fine with that. Yeah. I'll be fine with that. All right. All right. Well, that's, that's going to be it for us. Um, hopefully by the time like this is released, we'll have like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that, um, popping up. We don't, we don't have our handles yet. So we'll just say, look us up two dudes, movie reviews will show up. We'll show up eventually. <laughs> you scroll 10 pages, you might find us. Yeah, yeah. Just do a deep dive through your uh, <laughs> through your Google search and uh, just find us out on there. Keep posted. Maybe we'll uh, let you guys know what episodes are coming soon. So if you guys want to watch the movies too and then kind of see what we think, we'll kind of like be your, your own personal two dudes uh, – <laughs> 
review buddies. <laughs> we could all just talk about movies, except we won't respond to you at all. <laughs> you just have to listen to us. You can listen. You, and can, you can try just and talk to us, but it's like, not gonna... yeah, man. Or if you hate it, you could just, I don't know, I guess tweet us. Smash that like button or smash that dislike button. Uh-huh. Same shit. Same shit. Doesn't matter. You can fucking hate us. Just smash a button, you ape. Smash. <laughs> Um, I do. Th- I do think something we're gonna w- work on eventually once we have maybe a little bit bigger body of work, starting to bring on guest speakers. Yeah, I'd want to get a couple episodes deep, get people familiar with us. Yeah, but. and then and then start bringing people on for, you know, some guest some maybe special sp- special viewings and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Sit them down on the futon. Hell yeah. <laughs> so right. so until then, suck it, jerks. Was it losers? Shit. (laughs) You want to say it again? Yeah, I'll say it again. (laughs) (laughs) So until then, suck it, losers.